for tuning in to this week's It's Game Time podcast. Um, again, I want to thank all you guys for giving me great, great tips, great, great insight. And actually, I'm very surprised after reaction. So I want to give you, give you guys a big high five, I mean, from over here because I really appreciate that. I mean, to be honest with you, um, I've been kind of struggling with, you know, putting some substance out there, you know, for the most part. So I'm happy to see that the response I got was overwhelmingly positive. So, again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this week's uh, It's the Game Time podcast. So I'm going to make this a little um, – I'm going to first and foremost start with a um, rest in peace uh, to Kobe Bryant. Um Everybody knows today is Tuesday. On Sunday, uh, he passed away. Um, you know, t- forty-one years old, forty-one years young, I should say. That man had a lot of life to live, and uh, unfortunately, he was taken away from this world. And I'm about to say one thing that's not lost, and I don't want anybody to forget: he lost his life doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Like that's one thing that I, I that hit me pretty hard. That that kind of made me a little sad was that he lost his life doing the right thing. Excuse me, like he was taking his daughter to a basketball camp and it's to his basketball camp for the most part. And, you know, and all I keep thinking about, you know, is when that plane went down, you know, he had to do the man and or dad thing, you know, to console his daughter, let her know everything was cool when most likely he wasn't. But the fact that, you know, everybody really shaking up over it and, and uh, I, I know his family is hurting, but I know my like, again, our prayers up. Because I'm not going to ever say I know what that feels like. But I do know that loss is one of those things. It takes no time. Like, it takes no time. You don't know nobody's time limit. You really legitimately have to just do what's best for you. So, again, I want to thank everybody. Um, you know, because it's been like a – it's been really good, the, the outpouring of support. Every now and then I saw somebody say something negative about, you know, what happened in 04 with, you know uh, – you know, well, you know what happened to know everybody who's older know what happened to Nofo, and it, it's just kind of good that they're not selling his legacy with that for the most part. So, um, I'm gonna just jump into the uh, what I want to talk about today. Uh, first things first, I want to say, uh, w- even with that being said, to kind of transition a little bit, I've been noticing a lot of people been not genuine. So when I say not genuine, a lot of people have not been saying how they feel to certain people. A lot of people have not been just honest with themselves on how they feel about certain situations. And while I am a student of, hey, you have to say how you feel, I am a student of, like, don't fake the funk. Because if it don't work for you, it don't work for you. Don't, because it worked for Colin, don't do it because it works for Colin. Do it because it works for you. Um, a lot of times I've been in situations where even if it's not drinking, you know, yeah, I don't want to drink, I don't want to drink, I don't want to drink. But then you're around somebody and they drink, you're like, you know what, I'm going to drink now. Like, you didn't want to drink before, don't change what you was about to do. I'm not saying don't have fun or do whatever, but it's just kind of one of those things where I notice where a lot of people are not genuine in what they want and what they're trying to do. And it kind of, you know, it, it makes me a little unfortunate. And uh, it's, uh, I apologize. It's a little unfortunate that people are not more candid and, you know, and, and being candid. You know, you just be honest with yourself because at the end of the day, only you know what you like. Nobody else will know what you like. Only you know what you like. So just keep that in mind. Um, another thing, too, I, I don't know if uh, you guys say this. Man, this is something that I try not to say is the bro insists. I mean, 
y'all know who knows who follow me. I do not let any woman call me bro. You are not about to call me bro. Because nine times out of ten, I, I'm i not bro for real. Because you know what me and you did. So, no, don't call me that. I got select. I got a sister. I got select for your friends. I don't need y'all to. <laughs> yeah, they're just my bro. Mm-mm. I used to hit. That's what I used to do. So, don't lie to him. Because I'm telling you, if Ed walk up to me like, yeah, they're just my bro. You fucking them. <laughs> so, that's how I'm looking at it. So, I mean, and hey, I mean, I, I guess it's the new N-word for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's the new, cause, you know, it's the new, that's a, that's the word we use when we cool with people. That's my bro. That's my sis. Nah, man. Nah. Like, I ain't, I ain't that cool with you, B. But, I don't know, man. Like I said again, it's, it's just, I don't want to be want to say I'm petty like that, but I ain't going to spaz on you or nothing like that. It just is weird to me that people use that word to endear themselves to other people when they don't even know the people half the time. You want to let them borrow a dollar or give them a ride if you need to. So when people say that to me, I just kind of laugh to myself and chuckle a little bit, man. And, hey, again, if it works for you, I'm happy for you. It just don't say it to me because I ain't a fan. But uh, either or, man, I was watching uh, the TV and uh, a couple days ago, I don't know if y'all saw the Kansas, between uh, Kansas State Brawl. Bruh. Bruh. They had chairs. Like, it was one dude on there that's going to take somebody life, B. Like, that's why y'all can't be running up just because y'all feeling froggy. These are athletes. I don't care if they are 18, 19, 20. They're bigger than you. They're playing professional. Sit your ass down. You know, so. Um, I don't know if you guys, man, like, just just think y'all just froggy, man, but y'all can't be doing that. Because if y'all get knocked out on camera or whatever, I'm laughing at you. I don't care if you're okay. I'm laughing at you. Afterwards, I might see if you're okay, but you shouldn't ran up on no six foot eight, two hundred seventy pound athlete. What you thinking, man? Um, I don't know if you guys uh, have any uh, ideas of um, communication, but uh, me and one of my friends was talking the other day, and we had a, a pretty kind of conversation about you know uh, words. You know, like I don't know if you guys noticed earlier when I said I said the N word, I didn't say nigga. But um, my friend asked me, why do we say nigga all the time? And to be honest with you, I couldn't really give her a good example. I couldn't really give her a good example why we say nigga. But at the same time, I don't speak for everybody. I speak for myself. But it's very interesting to know that we can say that word, but we get mad when other people say it to us. So I'm a proponent of, I know people do things when I'm not around. You know, I know people say stuff about me and I'm not around. I mean, if you feel a certain way, you know, cool, but just certain things don't say to me. Like, when white people want to say it so bad, I'm like, dude, y'all can do any other thing. Why do you just need to say it so bad? Like, why is it that you have to say one thing so bad? Because you know one thing is going to happen, you're going to get fucked up. So, why you want to do it? But they do it, and, you know, just, just like I don't know if you guys seen the Kobe Bryant stuff when – that plane went down, and they was talking about well, helicopter went down, and the lady said Los Angeles Nakers, or she said niggers. Then she said she meant to say Nakers. The fuck? That don't even sound. That don't even sound like right. Like who? Niggers, Lakers, Nakers. Like dude, st- stop it. Somebody anyway. But that's the time where it's like blatant. Like dude, you just tried to slip that in where it is. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like me calling somebody a derogatory slur and then try to backtrack when you know exactly what you was doing. It's like, 
Like, if I'm talking to somebody on the phone, I am very aware of what I'm saying on the phone to that person. You're talking to a camera in front of a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like, how you don't know what verbiage come out your mouth, which is crazy. But that being said, you know, so we got in a conversation about, you know, our words and, and you know, communication. And at the end of it, it was one of those conversations, I promise you, I left the conversation feeling like I learned something, in a sense. Like, I left the conversation feeling like it was dope, like, that I actually was able to have a communication you know, like have communication, I have a communication, but have communication with somebody and is actually able to put it in perspective about, you know, why they totally dislike something. And while I can empathize with their point, I don't mean I have to agree with it. But I will say this one thing I noticed is communication is one of those things that everybody has different forms of communication. But don't let your message get lost in the way you communicate. So that's what I am going to try to do more of and be more wary of, of how I communicate with certain people that way so they can hear everything I'm saying and not just hear, you know, the buzzwords I say, you know, the N-word, the, the, the cussing word, you know what I'm saying. Even on this podcast, I don't know if you guys listen, but like I said, I ain't cuss that much. Like I said, not usually like I usually cuss, so I, I'm actually taking that and going to try to apply that to my life. I actually, um, we got a deal in the house, so it's 50 cent every time I cuss, so... I ain't, I ain't lose no money yet, so, you know, it's 50 cent every time I cuss, so hopefully uh, next time y'all talk to me, I'm not broke as a joke, <laughs> because, you know, it'd be a lot of stuff throughout the day that make you want to cuss, swear, and punch somebody in the face, you feel me? So, I don't know, man, like, um, what I'm going to do is, too, um, I'm going to go over my trash B segment. My trash B segment is, hey, don't get mad at me, just try not to be trash next time. That's all I'm saying. And it ain't hard. Just just don't be trash. The trash be segment, just what I know. It could be me one day. It could be her up there. It could be her is Ebony. It could be Anari. It could be Kaylin. Like I said, nobody's exempt. But it's just one of those things of, uh, I, it's just some shit I noticed. So hopefully you find it funny. If not, okay, get over it. Deal with it. Not losing sleep. You don't lose sleep. I hope y'all found that a little bit entertaining. If not, I'm sorry. Don't know what to tell you. It was funny to me. Um, just got to say something really quick before I, before I log off. Um, it's been a lot of, uh, I don't want to say negative stuff that go around. It's been a lot of like sad stuff that just goes on. Because like, I don't always associate sad with negative. I know that's kind of odd to say, but I don't, because sometimes we need to feel sad to get over it, you know what I mean? We all go through something like that where we got to, you know, go through the go through the fucked up shit to get to the, the good shit, you know? So, I just want to kind of tell each and every one of y'all that's that's listening, that's, that's going to be going out their way to listen, you know, it gets better sometimes, you feel me? Like, because it's been some times last year where I was down in the dumps, and anybody that know me, obviously you are, because you listen to this. You know, I took a lot of L's last year. You know what I mean? Just a lot of L's. And some of the stuff that that uh, happened to me, it would it made me question my faith. It made me question my friendships. It made me question my marriage. Um, it made me question a lot of things. But one thing I always have to, to think about and just kind of put on my back is, God never put more on you than you can handle. 
and or you going through it so you can come out stronger. You know, that old adage that don't kill you makes you stronger. And I was able to look at things from a different perspective. I was able to look at things from a perspective of things always going to happen to you. And when they happen to you, it ain't what you do. It's, it's how you keep moving forward. And the more you move forward, the more you're going to be able to be resilient in the sense of where you see somebody going through something, you can lift them up out of that dark place. It has been too many times that where, you know, unfortunately, and even even in the conversation I was saying earlier about, you know, the message, like, I say something to somebody and I really be thinking, I'm saying something positive. I'm trying to give you light. And they don't take it as such. And I was in my mode of saying, hey, that's on them for not getting it, but too much is given, much is expected, you know. So I can't really have that mindset. I can't have that mindset, you just got to get it. I got to hope and pray that if anything, you got to kind of hope you see my heart when I say half the stuff I say or half the stuff I do. Because unfortunately, um, too many people, they get put in bad positions by my opinion. Maybe even some of you guys' opinion. You got to be wary of that. So while I'm not going to sit here and judge you guys and say what you shouldn't say or how you shouldn't say it, I just want to say be aware of what you're saying, the power in your words. Um, because your words are powerful. Who's saying it is powerful. Um, long after you gone, um, long after your physical shell is here, your, your words will be here. What you write will be here. Your, your drawings will be here. A lot of things will be here. And you would have nothing to speak on but that, that art or whatever you left behind. So just make sure if somebody find your book, you know what I'm saying, make sure they want to read it. Um, you know, like I said again, man, earlier I was saying about Kobe, um, that, that, like I said, that was tough. That was tough for a lot of people. That was tough for a lot of people. Not because of he was just a basketball player. It was, it was tough because we saw him grow up. You know what I mean? Like, he young. I'm younger than him, but it's like I saw him being – okay basketball player to being a great basketball player to being a great father to being a great you know what i'm saying philanthropist like all these things like you got to see his his whole life and it's crazy that you learn all of this just from him picking up a basketball and i just think about how many lives that man touched just from smiling from giving a high five just seeing and, and then that's the type of stuff like right now and that's a perfect example of when you live your life right and you do the, the right thing with nobody watching integrity when you do the right thing with nobody watching that they're gonna have good stuff to say about you they're not gonna be at your funeral lying on you they're not gonna be you know any have to make up stories that hey this person did this and they no nah, it wasn't that this person was really that so i just want y'all to kind of take that if anything if y'all listen to nothing else i say please take that in there like i said again i'm gonna say what i'm gonna say i'm gonna talk my stuff but at the end of the day, if y'all got any time where y'all just feel that down, that down in the dumps, trust me. It's been a lot of people that reached out to me. And I say a lot of people that reached out to me on some, hey, man, I'm feeling low and type of stuff. And you think I ain't giving nobody business out to nobody. What I say and what I do in public, that's what I do in public. But if, if you really need to vent or talk about some stuff, I'm always here. I'm always going to be here. If one way or the other, if I'm not here on Facebook, find me on Instagram, and now I got a Twitter. So find me on Twitter. And then we can chop it up that way. If you need to have a drink, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because you got to be wary. You got to be aware of the energy you put in this world. You got to be very aware of the energy you put in this world. Because like I said, when I see my mama go, and um, last year when I seen her go, I got to really see who was there for us, who was there for me, who just was talking, 
who just want to just know what happened, who was there who wanted to just help, you know what I mean? So when I got to sit there and sit back and look at everybody and how they moved around me, I'm like, all right, these some trail people. Because you got to think about this too. Like I had, I got married, you know what I mean? Uh, I just found out I was, well, I didn't find out I was having a baby. I got married, moved in this crib. Uh, we moved in this crib, we sitting out here, we moving stuff in. The very next day, uh, no, the, yeah, the next day, we might move in that Thursday. Well, well, we moved in Friday, supposedly. We moved in Friday, moving stuff in Saturday. But um, I went to my auntie funeral, my auntie Lonnie funeral, and anybody know our family, my auntie Lonnie, everybody in Muskegon know who she is. So, But she was like went to her funeral. Then next thing you know, my mama died the next day. And, you know, a couple weeks later, we get her stuff together. And kind of find I'm having a baby. Then I thought I was having twins. Then I lost one of my twins. Then, you know, uh, my job, they say we're going to transfer to Detroit. I'm like, okay, oh, man, it's like, I don't know, man. It's just like, it was just so much stuff going on. But one thing I always kept in my head was one of those things, like, it gets better, though. Like, the worst has already happened. So how do I look just wallowing and sitting in my, my you know, yeah, that, that, you know what I mean? I, I ain't going to be on that. I'm not going to be on that, you know, woe is me type of stuff. And that's just how everything that happened after, well, October. October, I say October. Yeah, October, because I got married August 31st. Yeah, so after I got married August 31st, like, you got to think about the people that died before then. I got my, uh, my cousin, te my teeny, like. It was just a lot of people that just was gone. I think Cotton, I, I can think of Gary at the end of the year, like, got shot. Like, every time I think about something, it's, it's, it's like, it be things that make you stop. It's always going to be something that makes you stop. But it's got to be a reason you keep going. And, and it can't always be your kids. It can't always be your wife. It can't always be, it sometimes got to be in here. Because at the end of the day, if, if this ain't willing to go, then this ain't going these ain't going. Your feet ain't moving. You gotta make sure that. So, I just want to kind of give y'all some positive energy, man. I want to be on no super preachy stuff, man. But I, I just want y'all to know, like, from somebody who who lost a lot, like I said, who lost a lot, and get, but I gained even more. You know what I mean? So, just want to tell y'all, love y'all. Um, y'all take it easy. I mean, hopefully, uh, y'all enjoyed this. Leave y'all comments. Y'all know what the comment is: the trash be. Leave the trash be emoji under the comments if you like it. If not, whatever. Share, comment, do whatever you're going to do. But if it's one person or 2,000 people, I appreciate y'all taking the time and listening to me talk my stuff. So I want to thank y'all. I love y'all and peace.